What's going on? This is Jayless from Nick of Time Show here giving that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And you know what? I'm going to, I know the Knicks just lost yesterday to the Boston Celtics, but I'm I'm not in the mood to have like a woe is me type of, I'm not in the mood to that. I'm, that's not my mood today, Alex. All right. So what I'm doing is I'm hitting the gunshots anyway. All right. Because we lost. <laughs> We did lose, yes, we did lose, but you know what? The ascension of R.J. Barrett is apparent. It seems like he read the clippings, because you know R.J. Barrett, as much as he likes to play it cool in front of everybody, he holds grudges, all right? He takes names, he holds grudges. He probably wrote down everybody who voted against him in the ESPN list, 25 under 25, and didn't put him on that list, and he saw their faces when he was shot six from six. From the three-point line, all right? Oh. That's how I saw it in my head anyway. So we definitely going to talk about the Knicks versus the Celtics game. But I also want to take this time to kind of like, you know, big up the the, the, the the Barrett, man. Big up the guy from up top from Canada. Uh, shout out to the Maple Syrup gang over there, all right? So before we get into the show, though, let me introduce... Uh, my guy from the from the uh, from the pod down under from the pod across the street. It is Alex Trataros, um, host of Knicks Jets etc. My man was in the belly of the beast yesterday in Boston. <laughs> Enemy Damn territory. Right. How you feeling, man? How you doing? Recovering jails. Had a little bit of a hangover this morning, but I'm alive. You know, didn't go the way that we thought. Thought it would have been a game that Knicks could have gotten after that tough Nets loss, but it was a sloppy game, you know, and it was a rough one, man. It was a rough one. Had a good time with the fiance being there, but man, I really wish we got that win, especially against the Celtics. It was just, <laughs> I can't take it, man. I can't take it. Uh, yeah, man. Losing to the Celtics is just, is just one of those things. It's, it's, it's a New York Boston rivalry. You between the Knicks and the Celtics, the Yankees and the, and the Red Sox. It's always going to be a thing where you just don't, you just don't want that loss, but it is what it is. I, I, Screw that noise. I'm I'm going to talk about R.J. Barrett today. That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about R.J. Barrett today. And we're, we're going to get to the game, though, for sure. We're definitely going to get to the game for sure. But um, I still want to talk about Barrett. So give me one sec. All right, all right, all right. Huh. Okay, my screens are a little messed up for some reason. But uh, that's okay. We're still going to make it work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So RJ Barrett ends up scoring 29 points, 10 of 14, uh, six from six from three point percentage. All right. Oh, uh, and here's the thing about RJ and what I'm liking about his game. We've all been saying that he needs this swing skill needs to be the shooting. We've been saying it over. Oh, it's the shooting. This is shooting. He needs to be a better shooter. Well, mm -hmm. guys, don't don't look now. But your man. RJ Bully Barrett shooting is starting to turn a quarter, all right? Because not only did he hit six of six yesterday from the field, but um, he's also, if you look now, he's also trending in the right direction overall. 
Um, now, okay, I think I got this thing figured out right now. And we are going to, let's see. Let me see. He, right now, he is shooting 38% from three. Mm -hmm. Oh! 38% from three. And even if you're looking at his stats right now, he's shooting 47% from the field overall. And his, his shooting has gone up exponentially since All-Star break. He's averaging 20 points, 3.1 assists at this point, while shooting 43% from three and 46% from the field since the All-Star break and averaging 5.7 rebounds. And this is only like his 108th game, man. His 108th game. So with all the struggles that the Knicks are having, um, we can at least rest our little our rest our minds knowing that rj barrett is still moving in the right direction you know what i mean absolutely he is becoming that well-rounded player that i'd say i'd say some because there's also part of the fan base i thought he was a bus when we saw when he wasn't playing that well in summer league in 2019 we can pump the brakes now okay he's developing into a well-rounded player the jump shot is coming along very nicely, shooting 38% from three, as you pointed out, JLS. It's what we wanted to see, especially at the beginning of the season for one about two weeks straight. He was in the basement, the basement of shooting th- uh, from the three, where it was just either three or drive to the basket. Now we're seeing that his game is more well-rounded. He's taking that time. He likes to do that snake dribble yeah. where he just gets the guy on the hip behind him and then mm-hmm. attack. Yesterday, there was a good mid-range shot that he had in the fourth quarter to help bring us close to that lead. And then he had the tie game tying three pointer. He was on fire yesterday. Absolutely. He's becoming more confident, more patient in his shot selection. It's what you want to see from our young budding star. And look, the way that he's going right now, I wouldn't be surprised if he's an all-star in the next, honestly, two years. Like the way, if he keeps going in this direction, just doing a lot of great stuff so far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, let's, let's take it, let's take it to this game now. All right. Because, um, our starters, when the game started yesterday, our starters kind of struggled. They str- they struggled a little bit. Mm. Um, we actually ended the first quarter in a bit of a deficit. And it took our second unit to really kind of start to dig us out the hole and, and bring us and give us the lead. But it's interesting because when you started to look at the numbers at uh, at, at halftime, <laughs> RJ had 16 points by himself at the half, um, while the rest of the Knicks were was an abysmal. They shot like 11 for 31. So and, and and also RJ he only missed like one shot and a half. So so for me, I'm looking at Julius Randle's struggle. I'm looking at our starter struggle. I'm looking at Alfred Payton playing like absolute trash. And I'm going, all right, there's a few things that has to happen right now. And and one of them is, of course, looking at our point guard situation and deciding, is this man still eligible to start? And two, finding the way to get the ball more into R.J. Barrett's hands and getting him more shots. Um, because yeah. if he's hitting it at this high a clip, especially since um, All-Star break, 
I think we kind of have to pay attention to that and realize, okay, this is a steady force. This is somebody we could rely on. Let's use him as a number two option. Maybe we can use him more, even more as a 1A since Julius has been struggling a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we should have been going to RJ a lot more yesterday because he clearly had the hot hand. Our, Julius didn't have it going in the first in the first quarter or really even the first half. And no one else did either. I mean, we saw Nerlens Noel was struggling. Reggie Bullock was struggling. We don't even need to talk about our starting point guard who was just Oh, we talking about starting point guard. That's happening. We want to talk about the starting point oh, guard. man. <laughs> we that, talking about I don't, it, I really, I, really don't, I really don't want to because it was really bad in the first half. And it was just, especially when he dribbled off his foot to go out of bounds, that was just... If you want to talk Bruh. about the cherry on top, about the cherry on top, like, geez. Yeah. But second unit comes in, brings us back into this game. You have Taj Gibson playing some solid minutes, setting the screens. Absolute unsung hero. The unsung hero is right, JLS. He's setting the screens. He's grabbing boards, even though we had a tough time on the glass last night, especially on the defensive glass. Yeah. He's doing everything that you wanted. Quickly was helping distribute the ball really well. He had a little, he had some glimmer of OB topping. He had that mm -hmm. slam dunk. From his fellow rookie IQ, oh, yeah, Burks was, Burks did, Burks was doing okay in the first half. Derrick Rose is doing okay in the first half. You saw the ball movement. They get, they got us back into the game, and it's real. Honestly, it wasn't saying much because the Celtics weren't playing that well either. We did enough to to get back into the game. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't anything substantial as we've seen the second unit do in previous games, like the first Miami outing or any other game that we saw, even when against the Washington Wizards. But it was it was enough to get us back into the game. Yeah, it definitely wasn't uh, uh, enough to get us back into the game. But I think we have to kind of examine that. We have to examine, and I've said this before. I said it to Gate for people who's watching this show before. We all felt nice. We felt great when Reggie Bullock and Julius Randle was talking to the cameras, and they was like they were talking and they were saying, "Listen, we know, we know the Nets have a big three, but we have a big 15. right?" But our coach also has to realize that there is a big 15 as well. And we can't just keep relying on our starters to carry us over the to the promised land and get these wins, especially when it comes to the second half of the season. We're going to have to, at some point, rely on the second unit to do um, uh, some some more of this of this work. Um, now, we, we already seen in the second half, right? Tom is seeing it himself now. He's starting to see it. The second half, Peyton was playing terrible. First half, he was playing terrible. Second half, he rode um, Derrick Rose as the point guard as long as he felt like he could. <laughs> like, he was not taking him out. Derrick Rose is playing with that second unit, and usually what happens is they'll do the transference. They'll, they'll, they'll sub in Randall. They'll sub in, you know, uh, Noel and the rest of those guys. And he kept Derrick Rose in as long as he possibly could. And Yeah. And that's the way you want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, that's what we should get to see. I mean, the thing is that Derrick Rose has that minute cap, right? He got 27 minutes last night. Peyton got 21. The one who really should have gotten more minutes, even though, you know, it's questionable for the matchup against Marcus Smart, was Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. But honestly, I would take quick shooting over the what Peyton gave. I mean, I know Peyton gave us two three-pointers, which was just... <laughs> that I, I, was... I, 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 yo, I got to give him his props. <laughs> he got to give it him It happened. His, it happened. I don't think they drew it up that way. I don't think so either, but it happened. I mean, I'll tell you this. 
during when when they came back out during uh was it after uh during the half game ready for the second half Peyton was putting up some three-pointers getting ready so and they were going in they were going I was like okay are you gonna actually shoot a three and you know I was sitting next to some Knicks fans he hit the three-pointer and fans were just like oh no 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 oh oh, Oh, that's exactly what I was like oh no I was like oh no no yeah yeah yeah, okay yeah 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 yeah. but no you you want to see Derrick Rose get most of the minutes you know I've been asking for Derrick Rose to get most of the minutes I've been asking for Derrick Rose to start really because we saw what happened when Peyton was out the offense just moves a lot better I mean you have this that's showing that whether it's rj julius and rose or it's rj julius and quickly the offense is just that much smoother and it makes sense you get somebody who can actually shoot and create space and also it's for d rose he attacks the lane which what is what tibbs wants so it makes sense why he would start if he wants to start him unfortunately he had COVID, so it's really just threw everything off guard and coming back from COVID, you know it's difficult especially for conditioning wise but you know you tibbs is not i I, tibbs sees what we're seeing Mm -hmm. oh yeah he 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 wants to get derrick rose out there i think he's working his way back up unfortunately covid and also derrick rose is just like legit minute cap it's just hard for him to be on the floor because as we see we talked about the last time uh you know earlier this week Exactly, and right now after after twenty five twenty seven minutes, it's just there's nothing else. Yeah, it's just complete. It's it's just complete letdown. You can't see. You might not be able to see right now, but I have the cleaning the glass stats. And shout to Sweeney who who even uh, posted this on on Twitter in the first place. But you see the cleaning the glass stats with the four man lineups, and who do you see who's been working best in these four man lineups? All right, with the points per possession, IQ, Bullock, RJ, Randall, and Noel, or D Rose, Bullock, Barrett. Um, Randall and Noel, all right? Points mm-hmm. for possession in the 62, 62 and 57 percentile. The only ones in that yellow upper tier percentile on our team, all right? All right, so that it's, it's, it's in the numbers for, the, for your Peyton haters, for, Peyton, for your Peyton pretenders who feel like, no, he's still, it's in the numbers, man. It's in the numbers and it's even in the eye test because even when Derrick Rose got into the game in that first half, and I'm saying, yo, he should get the ball more. Derrick Rose comes, Payton comes out the game. He's been fumbling and bumbling, as Ty would say, falling over the place. Derrick Rose comes in the game, and what does he do? He comes in the game automatically, sees RJ open in the corner after he penetrates and kicks it out for a three. And the same thing happened in the four, in the later quarters, too. Like, he's re- he recognizes more of the hot hand. He, like, he's more of a distributor. So even if it's not quickly, we need to go Rose or... I said Burks last game, but Burks made me look crazy yesterday. Ooh, <laughs> Burks made me a, look crazy yesterday. Man. Burks was just Oof. awful. The second he, half was just Oof. hard to watch, man. Bruh. My goodness. Oof, and I'm two a Burks for guy. Nine, Ugh. Two for seven from Ugh. three. Ugh. You know, he came out with he I don't know how he ended with plus two, but he ended with a plus two. So he had eight points. I mean, I guess it's because he went to the line, hit both of his shots, and like he was playing okay defense. But especially the last plays of the game, I didn't understand why he took an off balance three pointer with a lot of time back in the clock. He could have just swung the ball around. Yeah. RJ, this is where you know, this is where you need like a point guard who knows who to get it to and not take their own shot. This is where we were talking about when Raw was on the show too. You know, how does quick? and Burks play together. They're both looking for their own shot. Yeah, they both look for their own shot. That is what they do. They're not 
like as of right now, especially for they're both just like not looking like quickly can look for guys. He's definitely better than Burks at looking for people. I right. Would definitely say that. And that's that's true if you watch the game. But you know you know what it is though? But, like Burks has had success. He has pulling that same move off. Like he's been the hero pulling that same move off for two or three games in a row. So he feels like he can do it again. And sometimes the wrong play, when the wrong play gives you success, it kind of reestablishes, you know, bad habits. Yeah, bad habits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I got it. I got it. So even though like the correct play was hit the demand that was hot, he just hit, he's just gone. He just went six for six for the day from three. That's all. Right. <laughs> even yeah, though that might have been but- the correct play. He still kind of, you know, he deferred to his usual move, his usual move that's been worked. He like he's he hit. I've seen him do that same move two games ago yes. and won the game for us, or almost won the game for us. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> like he has pulled that move off, right? I'm not saying that he can't pull that move off, but when you're having a point guard in that situation where it's the fourth quarter, you got 35 plus seconds left in the game, you don't take after that shot you know you may have one two more possessions to go use the clock you're not down that much use the clock get a better shot you know what i mean before that you had rj who lost trying to bring the ball up which was you know we i'm not going to nitpick because rj had a great game overall he kept us in that game so i'm not going to get on him for that and honestly he should have had that ball in the situation and they gave it to him in that situation but he lost it Burks, yeah. you know, this is where I want to. This is where we talk about needing a, a point guard, a facilitator on the team, because in that situation, you also have to know who has the hot hand, who has been hitting the shots all game long. Burks, you have not been hitting the shot all game long. Yeah, that's is, is basically. But, it's, it's but big. RJ, but RJ Barrett has. So give it to the sniper. You know, give it to the guy who's been, give it to the guy who's been hitting everything, and then when he comes back down for the last shot, and just puts up this whack. I don't even know what it was. Bruh. Like a floater, jump mid I have no idea. It got blocked. I was like, what was that? Yeah, whose man's is this? That's what it was at that point. It was the whose man's is this morning. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> it was. And that's, at that point, you know. Yeah. You, hey, all she wrote. All she wrote. Well, salute to the chat. Was, I mean, let me pause right there. Salute to the chat, all right? Um, shout out to here. Yo, I see some people. I see some people in the chat today. I see you. I see you guys. I see you guys. All right. So I'm going to give you some shout outs real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Yo, shout out. So, hold on. First of all, shout out to Andrew Kodadizis, right? Because I, I, I might have butchered your name. I'm sorry. But I know this guy's been listening to KOT for like three years. So shout out to you. Three to four years. Shout out to you. <laughs> all right. But also for the guys who want to talk to us right now, because we, we can go live, we can, we can take calls live right now. Um, we, we're going through Discord, all right? So if you want to go through the Discord chat, there's a link right there that Fritz is putting in the chat. And there's also, there should be a, a, a link pinned at the top. Or maybe I could just pin that link that, that Fritz just put in the chat as well. And we can uh, send you through the channels and talk to you directly if you have any live questions comments etc all right any like questions comments etc you want to vent you want to talk about these nicks or you just want to say what's up come through say what's up and yeah talk to us in the, at the kot show all right but before we begin to that shout out to everybody in the chat all right shout out to vaskin mark markerin shout yo hold up shout out to my boy nuggy fresh in the building man oh. shout out to you bro <laughs> you caught a live man shout out to you 
Shout out to Vaskin Markin. Shout out to Sammy Soso. Shout out to Sherwin M. Sherwin M. He comments. He is the the last. I salute you, man. The last Alfred Payton defender. All right. <laughs> the last Alfred Payton defender. Stay to your guns. Don't don't, don't let nobody knock you off your square, bro. Even though, uh, <laughs> even though you know you know. I've had it, I've had it with Peyton, but he needs somebody. So stay true, stay true. All right. <laughs> shout out to Anthony two one two. Shout out to John Talento. Shout out to my yo. Shout out to Mikey. He's always writing. Shout out to Illa, the number one RJ fan in the building. Shout out to Ari. Shout out to my guy Ari too. Oh. I saw you in the chat. And shout out to Gregory Castillo. Says Discord gang. All right. And like I said, if you want to talk, oh, shout out to my, my friend in real life too, Roddy Sannon out there in Canarsie. And if you have any questions or comments. All you have to do is get in that Discord link that the mod Fritz is sending in the chat, and you can talk to us live. Uh, it's a KOT show, all right? Um, now, <laughs> Sherwin says, I'm not an IQ supporter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, salute to my cousin. She was cousin Winston, man. My fake cousin, but he's my real cousin, kind of. Winston Ellis, all right? Shout out to you. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. So, so Alex, man, we have been, um, we've been losing a lot lately. Yeah. And I know that we've had some tough games. And I know some of these have gone down to the wire. But I feel like something might be wrong with Julius. You know, he doesn't have that same pop when you watch him play. There's that he's missing that same type of electric energy that he, he has been. He's also kind of been putting it like he's he's forcing a few more shots. I feel like he's just not in rhythm. And you know, I, it's common for players to get out of rhythm. I don't know if it's the injury from the thigh contusion, right? Or if it's just like a stretch of because players go through this Absolutely. where you're just not you're just not in rhythm whatsoever. And he may be going through that stretch. I don't know. It's it's something. It, it is definitely something along those lines, and you can see it in the three point uh, percentage, where his dropped from forty percent uh, up until he got injured. Right. It was around forty one percent when he got injured, and then since the injury after that Bucks game that he missed, he's come back. And he's already been shooting thirty two and a half percent. So he's not spacing the floor as he once was. Mm-hmm. So it might have to be doing something like just figuring out the rhythm it could be it's a long season he's been playing a lot of minutes too um and i say when he plays a lot of minutes you know like we said earlier you know or i should say earlier earlier this week to be specific tibbs also isn't practicing and working them as hard so i don't know what it is it could be the effects of a condensed season there's a lot of factors that go into this just not a lot of certainty and we're not going to get the we're not going to get that answer what is affecting Randall. He's just going to give us that same answer. Of, you know, I got to be better. I got to play harder. Yeah. I play smarter. So we won't really know. I don't know. I just wonder if it is the injury. I just, I, I wonder because listen, he's still kind of playing the same style. Like he's effective. He's like, he's still rebounding the ball. He's still mm-hmm. passing it pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's just really the shooting and the three point, the three point shooting is that stretch skill. That's kind of opened everything else up for us. Um, mm-hmm. And, that shooting, especially in the clutch, has gone down. Like, I've seen him, sh- like, it's, I don't know, man. Like, and I think even Han kind of pointed out first, and that's which was kind of put me on, put it on the radar. But I, I feel like before that, he was getting better at shooting in the clutch. 
and then and then even now, like watching him, I feel like he's kind of limping a lot. So, yeah, there is a slight limp to like what's I don't know, man. It's really hard. It looks like like when I say he doesn't play with that same pop, like he's shown burst of speed, but he's not. You know, prior to the injury, he was pushing pace a lot. Like he was trying to get up and like not necessarily transition, like get a lot of transition points, but he was definitely pushing the ball right like a lot faster than usual. Now it's kind of, you know, we see Peyton bringing it up. You know, they had that. I'm not gonna go there. The the half court, the half court violent Jesus. Uh, But you know, like you see, Payne's bringing up the ball. They're switching it on and off. There's you see something's wrong. We just don't know what, what the issue is. You know, we, it could be the injury. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the injury. Right, right. I think it takes a little longer to get from like a thigh contusion. He did get hard, hit pretty hard. He took a game off. Maybe he needed a little bit more time and yeah. he's playing on it. You got to rest those type of things. Bro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he's been, the only thing he's really been able to get off has been the fast breaks. The, the jump shot is gone is what I'm saying. Like, and, and and I've said it the last few games too, man. And to me, that takes the most energy out of him when he's actually rebound plus defend plus run the fast break. I feel like it's a little bit too much for him. You know what I mean? And But the only time I've really seen this team have success, at least, especially the last two games, it seems like the third quarter especially, he's been make, making it a point to push the ball in the third quarter. And that's when we start to get in, in those leads. Even yesterday, he got a 13-point third quarter, mostly off of fast mm-hmm. breaks. Um um, and so we, we're going to need somebody to step up, especially with these games coming, you know, coming kind of fast. And hopefully it'll be nice if you get some more minutes rested and our bench could produce more. Or even when the bench is producing, you know, to have, leave them in the game. Um, yeah, no, like I wish I wish Tibbs would rely on his bench a little bit more than he has been. I mean, quickly getting only 13 minutes top and getting only 11 minutes. That's too little, in my opinion. Like I get. There's I it's it's funny when we say there's a nine man rotation. It's really now like really eight. Like, yeah, it's a fake. You know what I mean, like nine. It's technically yeah, like nine. Like, really like, like shout like eight point one. Yeah, like <laughs> like shout out to shout out to my co-host and my bud uh, John uh, on the pod. He says Tibbs likes an eight man rotation, and you know we know at the beginning it's like nine and a half, ten guys based on the amount of minutes, but really. When you look at top and you look at quickly, like until quickly starts getting more minutes, I know when quickly gets back to getting up to 19, 20 minutes, there's nine guys again. But when you're starting to see 11 to 13 minutes, you're not giving up there. I think they're not getting enough playing time to see what we got in both of those guys. And I know what the other side of the argument for, especially for quickly, quickly, you could say, Hey, he's a three point specialist and he's got his floater. He doesn't facilitate as well as maybe Derek Rose. Right. So, when he's out on the court by himself, you can only really use him for two for a few things, and it, people have adapted to his game, and they can right. stop him more. Yeah, exactly. Sure, sure. And then that's where you know a lot of people ask like to stagger the minutes and to have him play with the first unit because if you have R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle creating shots, you get to utilize his three point shooting because he's going to be open. Exactly. If, and, if, and, if they're going to be guarding, if they're going to be guarding him, both those guys going to the paint where they like to operate. Exactly, and he's had success. He's had some more success. Like, even there was a play where RJ drove to the hole, and he was able to kick it out, and Randall was kind of just able to camp and stay in that corner three. That was, I think that was the first time he even scored in that entire game. Like, more situations like that where he's kind of just not having to carry the entire little offensively is, would be more ideal so he can be saved, uh, be rested. Um, and 
I see, yo, true, shout out to True Knicks fan. He seems to take some, um, he seems to have an opposite view. If you have any beef for anything you're saying, you are fully, oh, you, you can definitely hit that Discord link, talk to us about it, and express your views. And we could debate about it right here on this show. Link is coming right there in the chat. Yo, shout out to Fritz, he's gonna put that link in the chat for you if you want, if you have any trepidation about anything we're saying. Let's go. <laughs> talk about it, debate it. I'm for it. Big facts, all right? Yo, shout out to my show. Shout out to Will from LI in the chat, man. I see you over there, man. Good to see you over here. Shout out to Ip, Nuggy Fresh. He says, do y'all think Tibbs is the Knicks coach of the future? Ooh, I mean, he's the coach right now. And honestly, like, I, that's so hard to answer because there's 10 years of coaches who can go on for a long time. And there's also coaches who just help for a development process and you move on to somebody else. Some think of Tibbs as like, you know, maybe like to use in comparison, Kenny Atkinson or Mark Jackson for whether it's Kenny Atkinson for the Brooklyn Nets or Mark Jackson for the Golden State Warriors. You have a coach who's been there for like three, four years who establishes a culture, establishes that winning culture, an environment that creates success. And then there's a cap because you can only listen to that voice for so long as a player. And then you move on to the next guy who takes you over that, not only like that playoff pump, but takes you into that championship contending type uh, stratosphere. So I, I can't answer that right now. It's way too early. The honestly, the, the, the speed of how the Knicks are playing right now is it's we've accelerated the rebuild because we're a competitive team right now in playoff uh, talks in a playoff race, you know, trying to be in the playoffs, whether it's even just the, the play in tournament. Right. So it's kind of hard. It's, it's way too early to get a read on that. You'd know by third year, third, fourth year. I'm hoping that this is the first Knicks coach to kind of break that curse. You know, cause we typically we've only had coaches here for about two years. <laughs> two years and then they're gone but yeah at this point it seems like this coach really has the team and this is different from when fizz was here when he had the team because right now we have he he has a team and we're kind of winning we're like and we're winning ish mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just hope that continues now tibbs does have that reputation of wearing guys down and when you're watching this team live you can kind of see where that reputation comes from. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're kind of watching it live. We're kind of watching it live. But um, at the same time, you know, um, you're hoping that the longer some of these younger guys are on the team, that um, the more that he'll be able to trust them. Because I do feel like with Tibbs, the longer guys are with him, the more he trusts them. And you can see that when he was with the Bulls, you know, there was like guys like Jimmy, he wasn't playing much. And then a few, a few years later, all of a sudden he's playing more minutes. So that could be the same thing for our guys, right? The guys like Toppin quickly, who's getting spot minutes right now. They can probably uh, kind of turn on later, you know, he'll, and maybe next year he'll he'll be trusting to give them more minutes. If, if Obi's here, maybe he'll trust Obi to take over for, you know, a 15 minute span, you know? <laughs> Yeah, 15 to 20 I mean, minutes, you know, I mean, move him to experiment the lineups if he's playing well, you know, sorry, I know it's, it's not like you want to say something. No, no, no. I, I agree with you, JLS. And like, I think 15, 20 minutes is like somewhere in that range 
where we want to see Obi. Mm-hmm. And hopefully by the second season, he is in that range. You know, Tibbs is part of that coaching tree, you know, Jeff Van Gundy, where they just don't play rookies that much. And, you know, we even see with, um, I can't think of the head coach's right name down in Orlando. Like he, they play, he's playing them in Orlando out of necessity at this point, you know, right. injuries. It's like Cole Anthony was not starting. He was coming off the bench. And then once Markel Fultz got injured, he became the de facto point guard. And now since they mortgaged everything, they're playing rookies. So he's part of that tree that, you know, isn't going to rely heavily on rookies. He's mm-hmm. trying to create a winning environment for them. He's trying to put them in situations to succeed. That way they have something to work off of. It's better to work off something where you're doing something right and being positive than just constantly losing and failing every single every single day. Right. So that's what he's trying to look for. That's yes, what he's, he's trying is. to get he's these guys signs. going. He's looking for signs. But sometimes I just wish that, you know, he, when when the guys are rolling, he get, he he lets them roll because at this point in the season, when guys are getting tired or you see that people are winded, because we see when Randall's winning, he starts doing the turnovers and the shots are shorter. Then mm-hmm. you start to plug these guys in and and let them play for their longer a lot of the time than they're used to playing. All right, um, mm-hmm. and you know what? Let me shout out to some people to chat. I see people, yo, Jay Ellis, shout me out. Shout out to you, Joey. You uh, said what happened with the UCP with UNCP? It was time, man. It was just time. I had to concentrate on the show. We got no beef. There's no beef. Um, so wish these guys, those guys, luck over there. Building KOT over here, and that's it. But shout out to those guys, and shout out to all the content creators out here in Knicks Nation. All right. Shout out to Frederick. I see you, D Nice, Andrew, Junior Caroma, Anthony Two One Two, Alejandro, Gregory Castillo, Nuggy Fresh. Shout out to you as well, Sherwin. Shout out to you as well, and everybody who else is rocking with the KOT show. All right, um, I see a caller in the chat, and yeah, first caller of the night is not Tali. It's not tell him. It's not tell him Alejandro tonight. But before he gets, I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give him. I'm give gunshots for the caller, man. Gunshots for the caller in the chat. Shout out to you, man. <laughs> people, people. Somebody asked for the gunshots. Somebody asked. I had to oblige, all right? Got to do it. I, I, I had to do it. I had to do it. So I'm going to just wait for this call, the call to set up. What's going on, caller? You probably can hit me right now. Make sure when you hit that KOT live button, you also hit that, that watch stream button as well so you can hear Alex and me at the same time. All right, caller, if you can hear me. All right. All right. All right. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Oh, what's going on, Jay Ellis? What's, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on, man? Is this, this Will? Will from LA. What's yeah, going on? what up, Will? Let's go, yeah, Will. Yeah, we in here. We in here. Yeah, we in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I need to ask you a um I gotta ask you a question, man. What it's, up? It, 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 listen, with the way this season's going, you already know how I'm thinking, but all right, I don't wanna I don't wanna start a start a, a, a riot in the chat, so I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> Let's riot! We got the gunshots, we was riot. <laughs> 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 all right, I'm sorry. All right, so this is what this is what I'm thinking, right? All this right. is all around Bradley Beal. Okay. Mm. Next season, I believe that Bradley Beal is not requesting a trade now because he wants a lot of leverage in deciding where he wants to go. So I believe next season he's gonna request a trade. Okay. On his list, I hope that we're on it, right? Because this is the whole idea. We want to be good to show free agents that this is a destination, right? Mm-hmm. Still don't know why we're doing this when we have one of the best drives in the last 10 years, but I digress, right? <laughs> right, right. Now, <laughs> so 
Bradley Bill wants to come to the Knicks. Well, we're one of his lists, right? Obviously, you got to pay to play. Our our strongest assets, I believe, are Mitch, Randall, and Arthur. Right. Would right. you do a trade for Bradley Bill by giving up Randall? That's the question. No. why why can you please tell me why why because at this point the idea is to to pair with Randall at this point for me the idea is to pair like Randall is 26 years old he's carrying the team right now we already have an RJ Barrett so I feel like you I feel like you want to keep those three together I feel like that's the plan at this point I understand yeah. that, but but you're gonna have to either either you got to give up RJ or you can give up Randall. I feel like it's a fair switch, all star for all star. Obviously, Bradley Beal is better than Randall, but if that's what's gonna take to make the deal work, I do it. That's just me. You I know, mean, what's I, RJ? What's 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 Bradley Beal doing with Washington right now? What place are they in? Is that going to is that one for one swap going to get us get us over the hump? If he's not no, doing it that, over there with 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 uh. Washington, why would it work over here? I mean, it's either that or you throw in a whole bunch of picks, like a whole bunch of our first, which I don't feel comfortable doing. I would rather give up Randall and then maybe one first or, you know, and try to get that going. But I'm not about to be throwing them like five first, like um, Brooklyn did and all that other stuff. I don't know. That's like that's like a Hail Mary. And Bradley Beal, Julius Randall, and R.J. Barrett, yeah, that's a playoff team. Hell yeah, that's a playoff team. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not getting us over the hump. I don't feel like I don't know. I listen. Um, I, I here's my thing, man. If we end up first of all, a competent point guard is going to help us tremendously because you already see what absolutely. happens when Derrick Rose is in the lineup um, versus absolutely. Alfred Payton, right? So you you think all right, cool. First move would be to get Alonzo Ball. Hopefully, now if you're doing Alonzo Ball. And then you packaging your your picks. Like, here's my thing. Tom is not going to play all these picks, man. I That's (laughs) that's my biggest issue with Tom Thibodeau. Because I really feel like Obi Toppin should be getting more minutes. So I understand that. But at the same time, I feel like I don't want to throw four or five draft picks for Bradley Beal. And then that's just setting up the team. I, I would rather I Bradley do, Beal, RJ, and another player. I wouldn't do a four or five draft picks either, to be honest with you. I'm not, I wouldn't I, do four or five draft picks. I, I would do two. I would do two. Yeah, I would do two picks and maybe a young player. And that's how I would try I to move. Hey, do, if, they, if they take Kevin Knox, Frank, or somebody for that, hey, I'll do it all day. But yeah. I think it's going to cost. I think we're going to need more. To get that deal done, we might need but, we might need more for something. You're right, you might need more, but we'll, I would try we'll to. What happens. I would I'll try to do. Coming by, you know, I'm riding it out. I'm even though I kind of listen. I don't like losing, but when I see Cade, when I see Kaminga, and when I see Suggs, I don't know. I, I mean, yo, they don't feel as bad. That's I understand, but That's we we kind of I get it, man. We too we so far along, man. We're so far along at this point. Unless we just that do is- some crazy nosedive. Where we're hey. in the lottery, I don't see us getting that. So, I, I, it almost feels like a mute point at this point to be trying to fade for Kate. You know what I mean? Like, I understand. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But still, it's just 
I don't know. If it wasn't, if we would have done this next year, I'm all for it. But I really feel like you need two good young pieces. Everybody loves RJ Barrett. I love RJ, right? You love RJ, right? Right. We got RJ by tanking. That's how we got him, okay? <laughs> That's the God honest truth. So, but hey, trust listen, the process. I'm going to let you go. Uh, great to hear from you, JR. I'll be right, over here in the chat, all right? All right, yo. Salute to you, Will, man. That's my guy. That's my guy, Will, right, from man. LI, man. <laughs> That's my guy, Will, from LI, man. Shout out to you, man. If anybody else wants to talk, chat with us in the chat, man. There's a Discord link going around. Um, you can send that Discord link. Fritz, I forget, did I pin it? Did I forget to pin it? Um, sorry, guys. Yeah. There is a Discord link going around. I'm going to pin it to the top. That's my my bad, guys. I didn't pin, I didn't pin the Discord link. The, the, the Discord link is now pinned to the top of the chat. All right? If you want to talk to us, all you got to do is click that link at the top of the chat. Follow the little instructions. You'll, 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 you'll be seeing Fritz in there. You'll see, shout out to Fritz. You'll see Fritz in there. He's going to talk through it. And then once you're in there, we'll bring you into the live room and we'll talk Knicks, all right? <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Yo, shout out to you guys, man. Uh, all right, cool. So, you know what? Let's talk about something else, man. The, the, clo- the closing, the closing. And shout out to, yo, make sure... Make sure you go to the nickatimeshow.com. Definitely do that. Because the writers are dope. I'm just saying I like I like I like the, the, the writers do good work. So shout out to Mikey. Shout out to Fritch. Uh shout out to Rob. Shout out to all these guys. Um and Mikey, he kinda he just wrote an article. He kind of just wrote an article about, you know, this very topic, like. The Knicks, the Knicks, you know, they're trying to learn to win, and they have these young pieces who are going through growing pains right now. Um, but the interesting part of the article that I kind of want to focus on too, that we're kind of missing, is uh, Emmanuel Quickly, man. Emmanuel Quickly. <laughs> Emmanuel Quickly has been slumping, and it's 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 funny because yesterday he had signs of life, and this is why him not playing yesterday kind of pissed me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he's been slumping. He seems like he's hitting that rookie wall. Um, and it says, uh, shout out to Ariel. He says, in Emmanuel's quickly last 10 games, not including tonight, he's shooting just four of 20 from the paint. The floater is not hitting anymore. <laughs> the, the floater it's has not. floated on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's been and that's been the issue when you play him is because there's limited things he can do right and right. it's nothing against it's nothing against him he's a rookie so it's the same thing with obi top when you watch obi top and there's limited things that he can do same thing with rj last year limited things that he could do you watch even john morant he's not a really great three-point shooter he's really good at attacking the rim facilitating the thing is that you know some of these guys they look better based on the system that they're in mm-hmm. because their attributes are you know highlighted better you know when you watch john moran and he's surrounded by guys who can shoot he doesn't need to be a three-point shooter he can go attack the rim be energetic be that that ball of lightning that he is and that's why he looks better there you know if you if you put him into a situation like this and we don't have enough shooters you know granted we have better shooters this season than we did last season magic was like last season where we didn't have a lot of great shooters 
you might not be seeing all the same things that we're seeing from John Morant right now. Exactly. Still, it'd be great to have him. Exactly. But it's it's highlighted more, right? It's like we're watching Zion play better this season. Granted, Zion's playing on a whole other level. For some players, it just takes time, and mm-hmm. it, you know, there's just there's just limited aspects to their game. I like I have faith Emmanuel quickly will go into the offseason and improve on those skills, just like RJ did. He seems like another guy who just wants to work. You hear from Tibbs and all the other coaches Absolutely. that these young guys just want to work, whether it's Obi, RJ, quickly, even Randall, who's a vet. They all want to work and get better. So no yeah. doubt about that. Absolutely. I'm dying at these comments, yo. Gregory Castillo, quickly float or die for our sins. You're funny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just Easter, so hey, hopefully it'll rise again. All right? So, salute to you. Salute to that uh, IQ's floater. All right? Shout out to Tell him Alejandro says, rip to IQ's floater. Anthony212 says, give IQ the keys. Winston Ellis says, IQ says, shot is it. <laughs> yo, guys, yo guys are funny tonight alright alright so okay next in the chat I think we have Joey in the chat I know I saw Joey he was in he was in the chat earlier he seems like he had the smoke so he might come up with the smoke today alright let's we'll see what he says alright alright <laughs> right, so I'm bringing Joey in the chat alright shout out shout out to you Joey you're now in the live room um, hit that KOT live button and also hit that that watch button, that watch stream button, so you can hear me and Alex at the same time, all right? Yo, what's up, Jay Ellis? What's going on, man? How we doing, man? It's been weird not seeing you on the Nick of, Nick Fans TV show, man. I've been seeing Jay Ellis with the the CK2K guy. I'm like, come on, we got we got to get Jay Ellis back in here, man. It's not <laughs> the same without him. I, I feel you, man. I, pre- uh, I appreciate the love. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's an adjustment period. I get it. It's, it's, an it's just period. the nostalgia, bro. Like, you know, I, I, w- I was watching that. You remember the year when we went 16 or uh, 17 and 65? Yeah. Do you remember that year? Yeah. And I remember uh, watching those games, man. We there, we had so many games that were close. Like, we lost by, like, two points. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm just bringing this up, man, because, like, I remember, like, just, like, all these games were, were so close. And now it's, like, starting to feel like that again now. Because we're having these games where we're losing by like two points, yeah. three points. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's like, oh, man, we, we could win these. But what's going on, guys? We got to, you know, nah, I feel we gotta you. make the adjustment. We got to make the adjustment, you know? Yeah, I feel you. It's growing pains. Though. I guess I think the difference between then and now, though, is I know that RJ is going to be a long-term guy here, right? And it seems like Rand- Randall might be, too. So, like, we should be able to actually build on these wins from year to year instead of just having it be meaningless meaningless two-point losses when we're just getting rid of guys in a year or two you know that that's the hope you know (laughs) yeah well that's funny that you brought up rj because i actually had a question about rj Mm -hmm. um do you think rj is gonna be like like what's the word like not like our captain but like do you see him like like overpassing julius randall as like our main scorer because like it seems like he's just getting better and better, man. Like, and like I, I kind of just see Julius Randle as of late just not playing like a hundred percent. I don't know what it is with. Maybe it's starting to get to him with like this playoff push, or maybe he's running out of gas. But it just seems like RJ's like making huge strides. Yeah, he. I. I. I can't really answer that, man. I hope so. it would be nice to, because I think for us to compete, you you need a more of a guard to to take over. Um, to go along with your power for it. And, you know, the reason why we're getting away with it now is because Julius Randle is kind of giving us guard-like 
skills at this point. You well, know? well let, let me ask you this. I know last season was his first season that he's played in the NBA, and this would be considered his second season. Mm-hmm. But to me as a fan, like you have to play a whole season to really get your legs going and to really become an NBA player. To me, I don't know if you feel the same way, but this is RJ's first real season in the NBA, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah. No, it is. I like- mean, if I don't know, just the way that I'm watching him play, he just he just looks like he's NBA ready. Just the way that he like when he makes baskets, he's like, whoa, like, you know, what I mean, he's flexing at the cameras yeah. and stuff like that's to me is like someone that is competing. Like I preach this a lot to people when I when I talk about basketball, I say like the NBA is a competition, man. Like anybody can beat anybody on any given night. And if you're there to compete and you're there to beat the other team, you know, good things happen. But like we saw the other night against the, I think it was the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. We didn't show up and we end up losing that game. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't compete. Yeah, we expected, we expected to win. That's what happens when you get too big for you, big for yourself, man. You expect to win exactly. and then you just end up losing. We can't keep doing that. Especially at you this can't, point. Right. You can't count out the other team, man. Like, like I said, this is a professional league. This is the NBA. Like, I know people like to think, oh, this team sucks. Like, this team's good. But, like, at the end of the day, man, it's not really like that. Like, you you got to compete to win. Absolutely. And if you're not competing, you're you're counting yourself out. And we're in this spot right now where we can't take any team lightly, even, like, the Timberwolves or, you know, the Pistons or... Exactly, exactly, exactly. The we're, Wizards. We're not, we're not good enough. You got good enough right now to do that. Uh, any, any questions, any other questions or comments or anything else? No, my main question was just if you really feel like this is RJ's like legit first season instead of it being his second and how that would affect his development. That was just that was my main question. Okay, that's what's up. Yo, salute to you. Salute to you. Yo, thank you. For, thank you for calling in. I thought he was going to have some smoke the way you was in the chat. You came over there. You was real nice and stuff. All right, salute to you, though. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, but I, I, I think he has a good point. I think he has a good point. Like, um, it's Alex. Um. This is his real kind of first season, really, especially when you consider that last year was a shortened season. You know what I mean? He just started getting rolling, and then I feel like the rug was kind of pulled out from under him. Mm-hmm. So he could have really finished the end of that season strong. And um, maybe maybe some rest of the league would have seen him in a different light if he was able to finish that season strong like he was going to, you know, like like, like he was projecting to. Yeah, absolutely. You would have uh, John Hollinger not writing, you know, pieces about, you know, sorry for be- for not having RJ as like a, a, an NBA all rookie. Uh, I think, yes, this is going to be RJ's first full season, even though it's 72 games, right? It's not the whole 82 games that he'd be used to, but it's still a full season to go. You know, it's 10 more games. I think it I, I think I can get that point where you could say, yeah, it wasn't truly RJ's first season. We saw him play well against Houston, and then the last game was against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It was well, it was in March when it ended, so we had another month of basketball where he could have ended. He could have ended strong, had a nice right, right, right. whole season. We could have seen what he could have done, whether his three-point shooting. His three-point shooting was starting to get better. You know, his ability to finish around the rim was st- slowly, like, marginally getting better. So maybe it could have been, like, it could have been a better season for RJ and given, you know, the rest of the NBA world, like, give him that ability to look in a different light. I, I mean, 
I think we're kind of parsing hairs, honestly. Okay, okay. Whether or not this is, this it sounds like, like you're a, not feeling full... that much. It sounds like you don't agree nah, that much. Nah, <laughs> nah, I don't, like, I don't because you still got 66 some odd games under your belt. Like, right. 66 games is like no joke. That We're talking about two-thirds to three-quarters of a season under your, under your, under, under your, underneath you, right? I mean, guys get injured, too, like their rookie season. They play about 60 some odd games, so they, they consider that a full season. This is nothing like a Ben Simmons who missed the entire first year, then gets wins rookie of the year, and you're like, he's not really a rookie when you have a full NBA offseason. You're not coming from college. You're getting the workout plan, the meal plan. You know, you're getting that whole environment. So I think RJ, I can get it, but I think this is just a good second season that he's having more so than a true first full season, if that oh, makes sense. Okay, okay. I get you. I get you. It could be 1A, but I can also see the argument the other way. I, 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 that's a good argument. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Yo, salute to the chat. First, first and foremost, chat, if you are new, welcome. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. All right? Also, if you're new, you just heard, you can talk to us so you can hit that little discord link and talk to us for a second and talk Knicks with us have a question ready and just talk Knicks all right but shout out to everybody in the chat I've seen some people coming in Yo, shout out to mama said don't trust you just because I just like that name he says old head <laughs> <laughs> mama said don't trust you I love that that's I, oh, I love that name so, so salute to you we're from LI shout out to D nice shout out to King Bernard 30 John Talento um Gregory Castillo and uh, anybody who could Anybody else see a hashtag? Do I see a hashtag? No, I don't think he's seen a hashtag yet. And shout out to Charmboy72 Able as well. Also, no super chats. Uh, super chats are also welcome here as well. It helps grow the channel, helps pay the writers um, and things of that nature. So super chats help grow the channel um, and, and helps kind of keep things moving because we got some stuff in store. All right. So shout out to you guys. Now I see somebody else in line. So shout out to this caller in line. I'm not sure who it is. I think it's AO. I think that's I think that's Pal. This is AO Pal. I feel like it's pal. All right. You are in the shout out to you. You are in live right now with us. If you are live right now, let's make sure you hit that kill to live button and make sure you hit that watch stream button so you can hear me and Alex. All right. Can you hear us, sir? Okay. You sound like a robot. The sounds a little weird, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Excuse me? Yeah, I'm not sure if this is manageable. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I don't know if the, the mic sounds kind of weird. I don't think anybody can really hear you. But I, I'll say a question and I'll just take you off. It won't be a long conversation. What's your question? Are you there? All right. It seems like AO Power is either trying to fix his mic. Or he's been abducted by the Decepticons, all right? <laughs> Yo, we gotta call the Autobots. Yeah, man. So right we gotta now. call all we gotta call Prime and them and Bumblebee. Yeah, on, call man. Bumblebee. Yeah, all of Get those all guys. guys out there. All of them help help us, please. Gail. Iller got, got a question though. He threw one in the chat. He threw one uh, in so, so I'll read it. He said he said uh he, he asked, What's my opinion on the CAA and the heavy influence they have on the Knicks organization? So, mm, <laughs> my opinion is that I don't know. It's one season. It's really tough to get like a full on read if they're that you know 
ingrained with the CAA connection and Kentucky connection and all those other type of connections. I need to see the full, I need to see next season. I think it's going to help play a major part in getting free agents to New York. There you go. Because we, just because Leon Rose was the top dog, you know, he's, he was an agent for guys like LeBron James, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade. And when you had that type of clientele, even with Joel Embiid, Devin Booker, all those guys, right? It carries some weight. And the fact that especially Devin Booker and Joel Embiid said that they felt like family. Mm. And even Shea Gildress Alexander, I just recently learned, uh, Leon Rose is his godfather. So when you have got when you have connections Sheesh. like that. When you have Sheesh. connections like that, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, say that again. A lot. Let that breathe. Let that breathe. Say <laughs> that again. Pretty sure I heard correctly that Shea Gildress Alexander's godfather oh. is Leon Rose. <laughs> his godfather? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's his godfather, though. Yeah. Yep. This, this is, this is, this is shaping out. Cause you know, you always see these Leon Rose gangster jokes, right? But now Leon Rose is the godfather. Come on. (laughs) How gangster is that? Like, come on. All right. So (laughs) when you have connections like that, it's not a bad thing. I mean, nepotism is real. If it was, if it's strictly nepotism, I am very concerned because that means you're just turning a blind eye to all talent, but it's only one season. You know, there's familiarity with like Obi Toppin, who's a CAA client. Right. Understood why they took him. The Kentucky connection, you had Kenny Payne, and as we found out, Worldwide West was in love with him. And I'm sure that we wouldn't get a sign off unless Scott uh, Walt Heron was on board as well. So I'm not highly concerned. I mean, if we really want to take it to another level, everyone thought uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist was going to knock out Iggy Brasdakis. That didn't happen. No. So oh, I don't oh, think it's. Oh, oh. I mean, I know, I know it's sad. I, it's sad. I, I really. I, I love Iggy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope yeah. Iggy gets a fair chance. Shout out to Iggy, you know, man. He just got cut yeah. from the field from Philly, man. Shout out to you, man. Yeah. Shout out to you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Alex. I'm with you. More connections, the better. This this kind of team is kind of built on connections. Scott Perry has connections. Um, um, see, we have CAA connections with Leon Rose and these guys, and also Walt Perrin as well. So, the more connections, the better, in my opinion, man. I'm I'm with it. And also, I see. The return If A.O. Powell's in here. I think they said, I saw, I saw you, Fritz, say he fixed his mic, so we're going to try this again. All right. Okay, A.O. Powell, you are now in the room. All right, you already know what to do. Hit that KLT Live button. Hit that Watch Stream button or that little the little image of, of, of Alex in there, and you should see us and talk to us live. All right. Have you escaped from the Decepticon, sir? <laughs> yeah, I thought I would. I thought I could try to make it work with my Star Tech, but it's okay. I'm back on 2021 right now. All right, here we go. Big fan, big fan. You already know. Here we go. Here we go. Loud and clear. Yo, this is, this is, Loud and clear. Yeah, all right. Tell them what's, what's your name. Where you from, sir? Uh, I go by Ao Pal. Y'all know me. Uh, I've been here for a minute, but if not, my name is Ao Pal. Y'all can call me Pal though. That's chill. All right, yeah. shout, out, shout out to A.O. Power, pal. Oh! <laughs> welcome to the sh- welcome to KLT right. show. All right, what's your question you or comment, sir? No problem, man. You- I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it's Thursday, so pe- people are getting a lot of throwback feelings, man. I just want to, I just want you to remind the community and the fan base of 
the past three or four seasons. And just because we lost a couple of games, tough games, I might add, that mm -hmm. we are at a better place than mm -hmm. we have been now for the past 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's mad funny because I was talking to some people in the community and a lot of them are like, you know, in their early 20s. And I'm like, if they're in their early 20s, that means when they were 10 years old, that was their insanity. That was their Ewing. That era. was the height. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was the height. To them. They missed all so the rest of the struggle. Whole, yeah. <laughs> the whole 2000s, the Isaiah, the oh, yeah, well, Isaiah and Starberry saved the East, you know. But right, yeah, the bad trip, yeah, you missed all of that stuff. That, you, you remind, missed them, McDice, remind them, you missed Alex. all the McDice stuff when we traded everybody for McDice and McDice got injured. You missed all that. Jeez, y'all miss, y'all miss, uh, Sweetney, you missed the Sweetney era. Y'all missed Eddie a lot. Curry. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> Curry. <laughs> Eddie Curry. Eddie Curry. That's all you got to say. Remember, remember when Boston Curry ran up Zeebo. on us in 07? Wasn't it 07 when Boston ran up on us? There was like one, 119 to like 54. And oh, like the, man. The, the highest score that night was um, Robinson with uh, 11 points. Yeah, the, um, Nate. Yeah, the, Nate I mean, Boston has been the, a, a thorn in our thigh for years, man. For I've hated that team for so much, and I dated a girl who was a Boston fan, and thank God I got out of that relationship. All right, so that's, that's a bro for me, Bruh. right? <laughs> man. Oh man! But, but I, I'm I'm going to I'm gonna stick to the positive and remind you guys. Listen, we're in a way better place right now. Way better. Definitely check out the Time Show article by Mikey, the new one that's out. All right, and it kind of puts you in that mind place, that mindset that look, listen, we have cap space. We have picks. We have a second-year guy who's looked like he's gonna be a budding all-star. We have a, a sure. guy named Julius Randle, who is 26 and he's just reaching his starting to reach his potential right now. And we have competent front office front office players, it seems, for the first time. Now this is gonna be their real test is coming up, but we're, we're set up pretty nicely, man. So despite all the losing, we're still in the playoff hunt. We're still in the playing hunt, and. It's, 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 it's not that bad. When you step back in the moment, when you're thinking about Jeff Hornacek getting punched by Joe Keenova. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's it not is, that bad. Is, when you think about the Derek Fisher, Derek Fisher chance. And the stop. Guy, just stop right there. It's not that right bad. There. It's not that bad. It's all I'm saying. You stop <laughs> right Remember there. when Rambis was in here for a minute? Ram Rambis was, oh the, was the head coach, God. and he was trying to play KP at small forward. Bruh. It was not. <laughs> and y'all are complaining. Yeah, about man. Alfred Payton. <laughs> Ellis says, "Jay Ellis, I'll hook you up with the Canadian girl." <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man! As long as she's a Knicks fan, Ellis. As long as she's a Knicks fan. All right. Oh man! My <laughs> goodness. You. Salute to you, Ayo Paolo. Uh, I think I feel like that's all. Yeah, is that all you had to say? Thanks, thanks for bringing us down memory lane, man. I appreciate it. No, I, I just I just wanted to talk about that because I'm just like, yo, we just lost a couple of few games. Like y'all forgot like how gritty this team has been since the start of the season, and and mm -hmm. after 21 missed threes, RJ stayed poker face the whole ride. That's something I I wish I saw in Kevin. Damn. I wish I, I wish Kevin just had a, a a sprinkle of that that moxie that that heart. That yo, okay, I'm bricking right now, but that's okay. You're not gonna see it in my face though. I feel yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you guys are right about that, man. You're asking me right about that. It could be way worse for sure, for sure. But yo, Absolutely. Yeah, man. Big fan, man. Stay the course, man. Stay the course, Nick fans. Like we've been through worse and we, we have been in the best place that we have been in years. 
come on, man. You know what I mean? It's just a couple of lost games. We're going to get better. By next season, RJ is going to be 21 years old. Wow. Yeah, man. Imagine R- if this is RJ at 20 years old now. He's like, he's he's still, you know, he's not that strong enough to like bully past people. But once he gets strong enough to bully people in the paint, that left-handed layup is going to make it in. I swear to you. Yeah, he's already bullied. He's, he bullied a few people. But, but he's a righty. Exactly. Don't 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 let, don't let people know that he's actually a right hand. Oh, yeah, I yeah, know. I'll hang up I and know. listen, man. Big fan. Salute. <laughs> Yo, salute to you, pal, man. Salute to you. Good call, good call. Yeah, great call, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, he and he and he's right because look, with jeez, Nate Robinson, Jamal Crawford, Steph, Stephon Marbury, jeez, that, yeah. that team was rough to watch, man. Eddie Curry was was Zebo. Yeah, that's funny. I kind of actually like that team a little bit to the low key, even though we were, <laughs> because <laughs> was, because there was you, there was actually some potential there. You could yeah, kind of see it working, yeah. but then when it actually all played out, didn't work. But the thing is that. We had no cat space. Yeah. We had no draft. We, we later on, we had no draft picks. We, we just, we just had nothing, you know, like, geez, no, what we're, the situation we're in right now, we're competent. We're playing good basketball. We've lost games, not by like a terrible margin. We've lost them by a couple points. Celtics, Nets, those are close games. Like we're not getting blown out. Never. Like we, yeah. we had, we had bad games against the Nuggets and the Bucks, two totally different teams. Like the Nuggets are an offensive juggernaut. Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo, that's that's he's unguardable at this point. You know, Julius Randle did give him some problems in the first matchup, but once they adjust, once those guys adjust and they put their mind to it, that's a tough team to guard. Tough. If those are the two teams we're gonna get, blow, if we're gonna get blown out by, and every other game is gonna be close. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll it's take hard. It. Like, it's hard to watch. Absolutely, man. We're but, fans. We want this yeah. team to win. We want it to be good. And it's been so long since we actually seen a good competent team now we have it now we're in the playoff race we want to see more and of course like i want them to win too but like if we're putting this whole season in perspective like trying to put a bow on it what were you we expecting at the beginning of the season we were expecting not to make playoffs we were, some of us were expecting like yo if we get over what the vegas odds were we're 22 and a half wins mm-hmm. but we're money we we we're doing it and, and we, yep exceeded we, that and we exceed, exceeded that. And if guys are developing along the way, where, whether you have R.J. Barrett, you know, if Knox came along, difficult time for him. He, he I wish, you know, I, I'd like to see him get more playing time. If Obi's coming along, he looks like he's slowly getting his confidence. You see IQs a steal of the draft. Mm-hmm. Like, we got a steal of the draft. We got a steal of the draft. Come oh, We got a steal of the ever, draft, man. When does that ever happen? Come on, man. When does that ever happen? And we have three draft picks. Like you could, the, the Pistons is a second rounder. It's thirty one. That's truly like just a first rounder in my eyes. Exactly, and, and, and we did the same thing with Mitch. By the way, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, oh. I'm gonna just let that. We did the same thing with Mitch. Yeah, and Mitch, and Mitch has been a good find from the second round, right? Exactly. Like he's another one that you're not saying, yo, we don't have to completely give up on. You could see what he is for like one more season. You could try to extend him, get him on a cheaper deal, and see what he can become. But when Mitch is on the court, and we've seen how important he is, we found a guy who's a defensive anchor of our team. So we're getting pieces. We're slowly building. It's Absolutely. starting to look up. Yes. It is way better than what it's been. And, you know, shout out to Leon Rose. Shout out to World Wide West. Shout Thanks. out to Scott Perry. Wait, shout it. out to all these. Wait, wait, wait. You know, these... Shout out to World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide map. I had to do it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Not like, shout out to these guys. And it's like, like, 
this is something that's totally different. Like we got clean books. Like we got we got, got clean books. 60, man. 60 million in cap space. Yeah, man. What team is this? That's our team. What team is this? For, for once, that's our team, man. Yeah. So yeah, man. Yo, it's it, starting to look up, man. Like I get it. That's it's it's a like it's a tough stretch of games that we've lost. It happens to even some good teams. Look, the Utah Jazz have lost some good teams. Granted, they're in a totally different place. But it happens to good. It happens to teams. We're the, still a game there. We're still a game. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We still in the game. But shout out, yo, shout out to you guys. You know what? Um, I'm gonna pay some bills too. Let's pay some bills real quick. Let's pay some bills real quick. All right. I'm gonna hit it. Let's hit it, you guys. All right. As you know, shout out to the KOT supporters, man, because y'all, y'all, y'all showing out. Y'all showing out because we have an official sponsor. All right. We have an official sponsor, as I'm looking. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here, all right, all right. Here you go. You already know what the official sponsor is, right? It's Manscaped, all right? So this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsor at Manscaped, you can trim your holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about the ball trimmers. You're talking about, you know, the trimmer 3.0. I forgot to cop that. All right. It says Manscaped, the global leaders and men's below the waist grooming have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use the code KOT. To get 20% off and free shipping and get manscaped.com. Join the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They're here to make sure that you're trimmed and smelling nice after all this time for spring cleaning. And as I always say when Ryan's here, always got to use the bowl deodorant. It's the best kept secret for sure. You don't want down there looking like Fizdale's hair, all right? So get these ball trimmers 3.0. <laughs> make sure that's Make sure it's all nice stuff, nice, and the ladies will thank you. All right, shout out to Manscaped. Ow, ow, pay really? the bills. Got to pay those bills sometimes, man. Got to pay those bills. I gotta say, I like the I like the image of uh, the, the 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 lawnmower just cutting the grass. Like oh yeah, that. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the touch. You know, nice touch, nice touch. All right. Now we we we've got some we got some things to take care of, man. We got some things to do. We gotta figure out how to close these games. And we have to we have a game. We have a tough game coming up. Tough game coming up. Versus the Grizzlies, man. The Memphis Grizzlies are next. Um John Morant is a terror. You know how it is guarding these point guards. You're getting you're getting, been getting burned by guards a little bit recently so um alex how do you feel how do you feel about our chances man how do you feel about our chances with these memphis grizzlies i thought i think i saw john morant go down right didn't he go down uh recently if he's not playing i feel very confident did he go down recently going to i think he got injured i think he only played 10 minutes uh yesterday i think he hit it hurt his hip okay um Depends if he plays. I feel more confident if he's not playing, obviously. They're still a good team. It's going to be a battle. I don't think this is a team, you know, we're in, we're in most of these games. So it's not, I'm not, I'm not terrified going into them. Like say like last season or even two years ago, but it will be a battle. 
you know, we have to make sure we can lock up jaw. They got some good shooters. It's really just, it's just really guarding the perimeter better than what we have been doing yeah, the last, the last couple of games, especially when we saw against the Celtics last night, especially against like the nets, we got to do a better go- job covering the three, especially their best three point shooters. Yeah, absolutely. We've been kind of getting burnt on penetration and then we getting killed on kickouts. I do feel like RJ, um, he's been over helping a lot of times and that's why we were getting burned. Um, a lot of those times, so we definitely have to watch out for that. Um, the rebounding has been an issue as of late. We've been severely out-rebounded in the last few games. Uh, 53 to 39 rebounds last game. Um, they had 16 offensive rebounds to 5 rebounds the last game. We were severely missing Mitchell Robinson. Severely missing Mitchell Robinson. And like, at least, you know, Mitch wasn't the best defensive rebound all the time, but I always know, like, even we're missing, he's going to give us some separate opportunity, second opportunities on the offensive end. So we're severely missing him on the, on the rebounding tip. So, um, but shout to shout to Mikey again, who's kind of right. He wrote an article, and this is going to be up tomorrow morning, you guys. So you can watch it on nickatimeshow.com. Um, some of his keys to beating the Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies rebounding. Rebound the ball for 48 minutes because, you know, you kind of remember, we took a quarter off. And we didn't get those offensive rebounds and key points of the fourth quarter yesterday, which cost us the game. Um, all for the perimeter defense, like you mentioned. And um, especially from that second unit. The second unit from the Memphis Grizzlies, they are they have a bunch of sharpshooters, so we're definitely going to have to keep them in check. Um, watch out for those things, and we should be fine hopefully you know you're hoping that randall snaps out of it you're hoping the shooting from rg barry continues and maybe we'll even see something more from quickly and d rose and these guys because you know we're gonna need some help there's only a few people who really scored in the double ditch yesterday we had mm-hmm. julius randall rj barrett and then Derek derrick rose who scored 11 and everybody else was in single digits mm. yeah yeah all right I think that's our show, guys. I think that's our show. I don't see anybody else in the queue. Thank you for everybody who, you know, who hit that Discord chat and talked to us. Let me give you guys one last shout out, real quick, real quick, before we wrap it up. PS Street says we need this win. Yo, shout out to you. Shout out to my guy. Tell him Alejandro, the first ever caller of the KOT show. Shout oh. out to you, my guy. All right. <laughs> shout out to Anthony Two One Two, Iller, my cousin Winston. Mama said, don't trust you. Shout out to Chris. I don't know. I might get banned for saying that word. Shitu. <laughs> Chris Shitu. Uh, shout out to King Bernard 30. Terrell Turner. And everybody else. John Talento. Everybody else who's rocking with us on the KOT. All right? If, you, if you're new to the channel, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. Please share with your peoples so you can spread the word that KOT is doing some things. And also, you know what? Definitely got to um, check out my guy's podcast, um, Alex. He's Alex Tratacaster on Twitter. But definitely look up Nick's Jets, etc. And look at his show as well. He always does the work, and he always contributes pretty nicely to the KOT show. So shout out to you, Alex, as well. And, yeah, as always, if you want to help support the channel if um, as well monetarily, Super Chats are welcome. We also have PayPal and Cash App. I don't buy Moo Jordans. I'm, I'm upgrading stuff. I'm paying writers and trying to keep the ship moving, all right? All right, so thank you for everybody who is rocking with the KO2 show. Um, Alex, let them know where they can find you, sir. 
Jealous, as always, I appreciate coming on the Nick of Time show and talking Knicks with you. And thank you for the kind words. I appreciate the hard work that you do as well. You've been putting out a great product for such a long time. And I love your takes as well. Uh, thank you, man. Salute. Salute. And for Knicks Nation, salute to you for being a great fan base. And for and if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Tradicaster101. You can follow my work at Hoops Habit, part of the Fan Side Network. I cover the Knicks and part of the NBA there. You can also find my work at Knicks Jets, etc. The mm-hmm. podcast, which is on all streaming platforms, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, you name it. We are always we're on all those platforms. Also, you can find me over at KnicksFanTV.com. I, I contribute there as well. And if you're into sports betting. Do some NBA sports betting over at Tally site. And that's where you can find all my work. All right. All right. Also, guys, you can find me. Um, you can find us at VKOT Show on Twitter. That's where I'm on Twitter. Um, we're also on Instagram as well. All right. At the Nick of Time Show. Trying to get to 10K. Trying to get to that 10K um, follower range on Instagram, yo. Ten. If you don't realize, if you get to that 10K mark, it opens up a whole new world, swipe up games swipe up game is nice so if you if you are on instagram please follow us on instagram help us get to that 10k mark all right um you know we also we we are on all um social medias too we're on facebook as well you can see some and you also check out the blog at thecontimeshow.com also find us on itunes Google play stitcher apple etc um the latest episodes are being uploaded as you speak so hang tight the newer episodes are, are coming producing more content so the work i've been the workflow is all over the place so readjusting things is taking a second but new content is going to be uploaded to soundcloud itunes Google play and apple as well so stay stay tuned for that as well and yeah that's it that's it and get the merch as well if you feel like it's merch got the kot merch um rj merch all that stuff at the nick of time show.com all you gotta do is go to hit that catalog button at the top You'll see all the merch. All right. That is our show, guys. We out of here. 20 more games to go. Peace. And before I even go, you know what I got to do, right? Shut out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we <laughs> the World Wide West. I love it. Every single time. <laughs>